People ask me all the time. Where do you like to eat? What's your favorite food? What's the best thing you've ever eaten? That's why we're here now. Not only to tell you what we love to eat, but where you can go get it. You want spicy? Wait for this. It's just a blast. It's like cannons going off in your mouth. It's about the perfect marrying of flavors, and it's fantastic. But you're just like, <laughs> oh my god, it's amazing. Start to sweat right here. That's when it gets good. This is the spicy episode. No wimps. When I think about a spicy dish on a menu, it's something that I always gravitate toward. And it's really one of the flavors that makes your tongue really stand up and say, I know what I'm eating today. Kind of an element of danger. And you know what's going to be delicious about how hot and spicy is it going to be. You know when you go to a Chinese restaurant, there's a small Szechuan pepper right beside the menu item. You know, oh my God, this one's going to be spicy. That's the one I always go for. And when I think about the spicy dish, the best thing that I've ever eaten, it has to be number 68, the hot and spicy crab at Penang Garden in San Francisco, California. If you're a big fan of getting down and dirty with delicious crab, you're going to fall in love with this place. If I had to take the hot and spicy crab and chili sauce and kind of put it on a spicy scale from 1 to 10, I would say it's about a 9.5. It is on fire. So this dish is special in a lot of ways because it's not really Chinese as much as Southeastern Asians. The recipe is from uh, Singapore. It starts out with the star of the show, which is Dungeness Crab, caught straight out of the bay. For my money, best crab hands down in America, big dungies. So what they do is they take the whole crab and they break it up in pieces, just so it's a little easier to eat. Deep fry it in peanut oil first, and they toss in this really delicious chili tamarind-based sauce. It's got a little bit of ginger, it's got chili heat, it's got tomato. It just rolls and rolls and rolls. So the chilies inside the dish sort of kind of melted into the sauce and then kind of bathed in this delicious crab jacuzzi. At the end of it, they get to scramble an egg into the sauce. It's complex, it sounds weird, but I'm telling you, it's, it's unbelievable. And they pile it all back together with the crab shell on top of it. So it looks like it's kind of whole. It's almost like an angry crab, and it's meaty, it's rich, it's thick. You know, you start to pick the whole thing, and you get that little juicy bit, that big, chunky, golden bit of, like, knuckle. Chili heat is right there front and center. And then you get start to sweat right here. That's when it gets good. It is so fantastic. I'm telling you, every time I eat it, I've got, like, chili sauce up to my, my elbows. It's awesome. Honestly, I've never had crab like this before. This is a really special dish and something you got to check out. I used to have a problem with spicy food. Couldn't eat it. Now I can't get enough. I gravitate to it. I love the kick that it gives to your tongue, back in your throat, into your eyes, and I'm a spicy food nut now. A few years ago, I had this ice cream, and it was sweet and rich and creamy and all the things I love about ice cream, but it was spicy, and it blew my mind. Queen City Cayenne Ice Cream from Jenny's Ice Cream in Columbus, Ohio. If I can handle it, you can handle it. Spicy ice cream. You heard correctly. They don't go together. But they do. It's not just a novelty of the spice. Queen City is Cincinnati, and Queen City Cayenne is inspired by Cincinnati chili, which is chili and chocolate and cinnamon. This is our ice cream version of that. We're going to first make a sugar syrup using Ohio honey, and then we're going to put some cocoa in that, and then add our dark chocolate. And then we're going to add cream and cayenne, red pepper, Saigon cinnamon. Saigon cinnamon has a red hot flavor and a little bit of sea salt. Spin it in our machine and we're set. The milk and cream all comes from three local farmers in Ohio and it works. We are all about Ohio. There's no comparison to the cream that we get. It's the highest level of purity that's possible in the dairy. And it just makes this creamy, rich ice cream. That's the best you're gonna find. I love ice cream shops and I'm sure Jenny's is a great little classic ice cream shop. But here's the thing, I've never actually been to Jenny's ice cream. 
The way I discovered Jenny's ice cream was in my mailbox. It was a gift to me from someone to whom I would be forever indebted because I could just order it through the mail. This is not a little hint of spice. It moves across your tongue, down your throat, to your fingertips, up into your eyes. It's just spicy all over, but it's just cool and nice too. It's like you're tricking your mouth because you're getting this icy, cold, frozen, sweet and spicy. <laughs> Kicks it right in the throat, right there. That got me, but it's good. Thank you, Jenny. There's nothing better than this. You want spicy? Wait for this. The very best spicy dish that I've ever eaten comes from Los Angeles, California, a little Thai restaurant called Jitlada, and it's called Crane Tiger Pork. They say if you weep a tear, it's so hot. And I tell ya, <laughs> you do. I'm crying. It's completely delicious. There's just one word that comes to mind when you think of Jitlada's Crane Tiger Pork. Hot, 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 hot. It's hot. Let me tell you how I came to try this dish. Great story. I got there really late one night and the kitchen was closed. So the family was sitting down enjoying dinner together. I walked in and said, please, I'm so hungry and I love your food. She said, okay. I sat down and actually ate with them. This is the crying tiger pork. Uh-huh. It's the caring, it's the sharing, it's the love. It's the real essence of what this restaurant's all about. <laughs> you need some corned beer? Everything's made in-house. Everything's done from scratch, home cooking at its best. The pork's done in a marinade in things like some soy, some lime, a little bit of palm sugar, of course, lots of chilies. They slice it nice and fine, and then they grill it. And then it's served with a num jim sauce. So spicy, but it's full of beautiful flavors. For the sauce, it's supposed to be sweet, sour, and spicy. You know, it's, it's not for the faint heart. Gonna make someone cry. As soon as the crying tiger pork hits the table, you smell the cilantro, which kind of freshens it up, which lulls you into that false sense of security. Then that secondary smell sort of hits your nostrils and almost burns them because you can smell the chili pepper inside the marinade. The first thing that you experience is this incredible flavor. And then you get a little bit of the warmth at the back of your tongue. Then you eat another piece and then you get the warmth at the front of your tongue. <laughs> then that warmth turns into a burn. <laughs> And before you know it, your entire mouth is on fire. Did its job. I'm starting to cry. I absolutely love it. It's a journey from the very first mouthful to the last time you put your fork down and you have a head sweat going on. It is just incredible. I like something that you taste everything in it and then the heat comes behind it, as opposed to something that just like knocks you out. I think the best spicy dish I've ever had is the shrimp and swordfish curry at Loaves and Fishes. It's a specialty food store in New York, and it's fantastic. Loaves and Fishes is a really special specialty food store. There's a big counter, and there's a refrigerator filled with incredibly delicious things. But my favorite thing is the shrimp and swordfish stew. We sell it in the takeout shop, and it's quite popular. Anna and I actually worked together for about a year, and she taught me about simplicity. And I think that's really what this seafood stew is about. It's about the perfect marrying of flavors, but it's really a very simple country thing. It has uh, some interesting ingredients, lots of onions, one pepper cut into thin strips, ginger and jalapeno, also these spices. I make a mixture of uh, spices turmeric, cumin, coriander, cinnamon, and then I start adding the liquids, coconut milk, tomatoes, clam juice. Cook it for 10 minutes. Add the swordfish, and then add the shrimp, and uh, it cooks it in no time at all. Delicious. Ready to serve. It has big chunks of swordfish in it. It's very moist, and the shrimp are cooked just right, and it's just full of flavor and incredibly warming and just wonderful.
The good thing about a specialty food store is you can pick it up anytime. And then somebody takes it home, put it in a refrigerator, and just heat it up when you're ready for dinner. It's kind of a tradition at the garden household on Sunday night. It already smells great. You can smell the curry, big chunks of swordfish. They never taste like leftovers. They always taste like they've been freshly made. The thing about the stew is it's really spicy without really overpowering the sort of delicate flavor of the swordfish and the shrimp. The flavors are better when they're layered. You taste one flavor and then another flavor and then another, and then the heat comes up behind it. It's just delicious. spicy. I love the intensity of what it makes me feel. You put it in your mouth and it just explodes. One of my favorite spicy places to go to is Bill Kim's Urban Belly. He makes this delicious broth that's spicy hot with kimchi and hominy. Hominy, kimchi, what a great little marriage, what a great little dance. I love that. What I love about this soup is how he combines Korean and Mexican. People come in droves for these flavors at Urban Belly. It's inspired by my wife, who is of Latin descent. I always look for a different way to enhance the flavor of Asia. What an experience it is. In a strip mall, mind you. But you know what? You'll go in there and you'll find something that'll just drive you crazy. It's so delicious. Rice noodles with hominy kimchi and spicy pork broth. That's what I want. And this is it. Bill has worked at the finest restaurants in the world and worked with some of the top chefs. He chose to come to this very nondescript neighborhood in this little strip mall and open Urban Belly. He is a wizard. First and foremost, we have to make a beautiful stock, which reminds me of a Vietnamese pho. Then we do the braising of the pork belly in our marinade, which is sriracha, Korean chili paste, hoisin, and Korean chili flakes. And with the kimchi, hello. I love kimchi. And then, here you go, he's got hominy. That's like saying, hallelujah, Art Smith, you're a southern boy. It's a secret ingredient, so we combine it all together. And are you in for a feast? It smells incredible. Oh. I was raised by a Japanese aunt. And so she taught me how to eat with chopsticks and with a spoon. This is one of those two-handed delicious dishes. It's just like a big bowl of treasures. It has this rich broth, which has hot, sour, salty, sweet flavors. So spicy. All these flavors are dancing in your mouth, and you're like going, wow. Incredible. My most favorite part, pick the bowl up and cheers. So, so wonderful. Clean plate club. Hey, Art, my favorite spicy dish is so hot and spicy that I would use some of that kimchi soup to cool mine down. <laughs> when you eat something spicy, it's just a whole different attitude. You know, the pheromones get going, and it's just exciting. The best spicy food I've ever had is the shrimp cocktail at St. Elmo's in Indianapolis. This thing is just insanely hot. You don't eat spicy food unless you're ready to have a good time. Ah, St. Elmo's, I'm happy to be here. The reason this shrimp cocktail at St. Elmo's is so special is it's just spicier than anything I've ever eaten anywhere. These guys have taken it completely off the chart. The St. Elmo's shrimp cocktail is our only appetizer. If you're good at something, you stick with it. St. Elmo's shrimp cocktail has been done for 107 years the exact same way it is today. What we're going to start with is grade one horseradish. Chop it into chunks. We grind on average uh, 20 pounds a day. We'll take three of these and we'll mix it with ketchup. We just mix it by hand, take five shrimp. We serve the sauce right over the top and we're done. 
looking on the menu, it just calls it shrimp cocktail. And nobody tells you that this is the hottest shrimp cocktail on earth. They, they kind of trick you into having it. It's almost a mean way of delivering the product to our guests when it's laden with so much horseradish. But we kind of hit them straight with it. That guy in the kitchen looks evil, man. I don't trust that guy. I would call it like insanely hot shrimp cocktail or blow your head off shrimp cocktail or make sure you order a glass of milk with this shrimp cocktail. Oh man. Yeah, your vision's getting blurry and your knees are kind of weak. Don't try and stand up while you're eating this shrimp cocktail. The good news is it's horseradish. It's not like a pepper, so it kind of goes away after the first hit. So you're feeling a little bit better. So you get ready for that second hit. <laughs> and the waiter will be sitting around the corner laughing at you. You think these are gonna help me? It's spicy crazy, but it's really good. This thing is one of the best things I've ever eaten. When it comes to spicy food, this is my favorite. There's no shrimp cocktail anywhere like this one. It's just hot, that's what it's all about. Is it gonna burn your mouth off? It, well, maybe. This is the spicy episode, no wimps. Woo. When someone says spicy to me, the first thing I think about is Indian food. And the best thing I ever ate that's spicy is Mirchi Kasalam, created by a chef in New York City named Sevier Saran, who has a restaurant called Devi. You want it spicy? I'm giving you spicy. Mirchi Kasalam is a classic Indian pepper stew. It sounds weird. Do I want a stew made out of peppers? When you're at the hands of a master like Sevier Saran, it could change your life. It's a celebration of every flavor you can think of. What Indians want in their food is a symphony. They want a whole bunch of different things going on all at once. That's what this dish is. It's salty, it's sweet, it's sour, it's spicy, it's hot. So good. Okay, uh, I'm getting kind of hungry. It's a fascinating and complicated dish. Mm. And I'm looking here at the list of ingredients. Coconut powder, peanuts, cashew nuts, coriander, curry leaf, tamarind, cardamom seeds, cloves, cinnamon, bay leaves, curry leaves, Yogurt, coconut milk, red chilies, mustard seeds, watermelon seed. You need quite a pantry to make this thing, don't you? Preparing mechika salan, you roast the spices, grind them into a powder. You fry the peppers till they have blisters in them. You fry your curry leaves, bay leaves, the spices, throw in the peanut powder and you roast it for a minute or two. And then you add your tamarind water, the yogurt and the peppers back in and you cook them for a few minutes and the dish is prepared. Oh yeah, this dish is spicy. Woo! It's just a blast. It's like cannons going off in your mouth. It's just so intense. It's just so vivid. It's just so powerful. It's like dancing on your tongue. I love this stuff. And you know, you can sit here and pick it apart and try to analyze why you like it. Oh, I think I detect a little bit of cardamom and some coconut, or you could just eat the darn thing. If you're in New York City, go to Devi and order this dish. And if you don't like it, send me an email and we'll talk. Maybe I'll even pick up the check, but probably not. Thank <laughs> you.